What's going on, everybody? It's Zach back here, and man, it feels like it's been ages since we last recorded an episode. Uh, even though I was in the last one, it, it feels like it's been a long time, but I'm here with both of my cousins, Eric and Connor. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing good, man. My birthday is coming up. I am pumped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Just uh getting closer to going back to school so not looking forward to that but gotta enjoy the rest <laughs> of my pumped. winter break <laughs> yeah yeah but uh all that being said this was a crazy wild card weekend we're gonna get into the wild card games we're also gonna share the reasoning behind our predictions for next week's games and in between we are gonna have a special segment that eric is gonna lead so eric hinted his birthday's coming up it's gonna be on the day that we release this episode, uh, the day after, it's going to yeah. be on the 8th. Yeah. Yeah, Close but, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're recording this right when it's going to be released. This is uh, going to be the Tuesday. most. <laughs> yeah. This is Tuesday at 12, 13 a.m. <laughs> yeah, so just in a couple hours, it's going to be online. But Eric's birthday's coming up, so he, we have a special, he's got a special giveaway that he's going to sponsor for his birthday. And it's going to be pretty cool because Connor and I are going to have to guess the answers to the questions that he came up with. And the more questions that we get right, the higher the gift card's value is going to be. So we're Connor and I, as a team, we're going to come up with the answers to that. Obviously, uh, we're all family, so we obviously like know each other before this podcast and everything. But... It's going to be like life questions, I assume, about Eric, you know, honoring his birthday. Yeah, you know, get to know me kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So we did we did the Q&A episode to get you guys familiar with everybody. But this is going to be specifically about Eric for his birthday. And then when Nate and Connor's birthdays come up, they can choose to do either something similar or it's all up to them what they decide to do for their birthday. Um celebration thing on, on clutch crew sports so and maybe i'll maybe i'll do one too so i mean by if we by the time we get to july yeah um when's, right, nate's, so, when's nate's birthday again uh sometime in may i want to say okay so, so i'll so i'll be next then yeah you're gonna be next because yeah. i'm april, I, my birthday is april 23rd so and honestly if i had thought of this idea like because we already passed my birthday like we recorded an episode in July, I think it was on my actual birthday, or maybe it was the day before or after, but I know it was really close to it, but I, I wasn't thinking about it really, so um, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be something for, for my next birthday, but uh, so obviously we had a crazy wildcard weekend. Uh, I led the way with predictions getting right. Three of my four predictions came true. Everybody else got one right, I believe. Eric got two, right? Um, or Eric got two. No, he only got no, one. Oh, no, that's right, because he picked yeah. Philadelphia. That's right. Yeah, I, I forgot. Houston over Buffalo. That was the yeah, and yeah. then and then, and then Nate and I got Seattle over Philadelphia. Yeah. So, basically, I was one away from my bracket still being intact. But, you know, when one loss happens in a bracket like this, everything gets shuffled around. But my AFC is still perfect. Uh, so, that's why I kept my predictions the same for the AFC. The NFC has different matchups. But... Regarding the games that happened, uh, I really want to talk mainly about some a trend between all four games instead of each specific game. And I've got the tweet here on the screen that um, that I want to talk about. It's it's the first tweet that you read. Uh, the other ones, one of them didn't even make sense because it got rolled back. I kind of just tweeted in the moment um, <laughs> down there. Dalvin Cook just cost the Vikings a win. Because he fumbled, it looked like he fumbled it, and then it got scooped and scored for a touchdown at the end of the game. And I thought the Saints were going to win, but his knee was clearly down, and they reversed the call. The Saints had another touchdown taken back where it was like a something like that happened too. So they did get a little bit unlucky. And then obviously the questionable pass interference call at the end too is, I know they're still thinking about that, but um might be a discussion on that later <laughs> yeah we can have a discussion on that too um i don't yeah. even know how eric feels on that but i know how myself and car yeah. feel 
but well, well also um yeah with the houston buffalo game i don't know if eric's with me on this but like i think i know what you know where i'm going you think i know where i'm going oh with this, yeah right? the, we, the we, we, down yeah yeah yeah, so we can. I don't know if you want to do that too, but we can. We can. Yeah. Uh, I was like doing the philosophy debates for this sort of stuff because <laughs> um, it's usually where we disagree on the most. Um, same thing in the Seattle Philly game, but um, all right. So basically, back to my original point here, and I tweeted my original tweet there, and then I like subtweeted it again when I saw another terrible instance of it, but. Clock management by head coaches are have gotten so bad this season, and it seems to be getting worse. And you would have thought in the playoffs are going to have the best teams and the best coaches, and they make the right decisions. And I'm not even talking about like decisions between going for it or kicking the field goal. Like those are debatable. I recognize, even though I have my opinions, those are debatable um, instances where the coach has a certain philosophy, whether he's aggressive or conservative, you can go either way on that. That's not my point here. My point is about clock management and going to the end of halves and end of games with timeouts in your pocket. And it just doesn't make sense. So the first one was in reference to um, Sean McDermott from Buffalo in that first game. And I, I think he's a great head coach. I'm not taking anything away from that. I, I'm a big fan of his. I think he's he's in the coach of the year discussion, but his clock management at the end of the first half, I thought was really bad because Buffalo was driving and they had, I mean, obviously they had to work the two minute offense, but they wasted so much time getting the plays. And then they decided to like waste a bunch of time instead of calling a timeout when they had a timeout. And then by the time the play finally ended, there was only like eight seconds left and they kicked a field goal and they had like a timeout in their pocket. And I was just like, what are you doing? You're wasting so much time when you have a timeout to use. Do you call the timeout, then take the shot to the end zone? And, you know, you, you go from there. Obviously, you cannot take a sack. So you're going to be you're going to throw the ball out quicker. Your your odds of getting the touchdown are going to be smaller because of that. But at least try and instead you basically just let the clock wind down all the way and then run a play. But then the play gets mismanaged because uh, you're kind of confused and everything. I just don't know why they did it. And then with Sean Payton, it was bad too at the end of the half because he, well, the end of the first half was good. They just missed the field goal. But um, in the second half, I was like, what are you doing and then they got a penalty because um, they were trying to like run up and like spike it to save time when they had like two or three timeouts. I'm like, just use a timeout here. Just use it now. And the time, like using timeouts, coaches needing to use timeouts versus not use timeouts. I just, the whole clock management thing to me is irritating because it's like, you think it would be kind of obvious, you know, if you're trying to score a touchdown and you have a couple timeouts and there's like 30 seconds left, you don't waste time to go and spike it. If you've got these timeouts, because you need all the time you can get. Um, I just thought it was bad. I thought it cost Buffalo points potentially. And again, nobody really talked about it, but to me that stood out from basically every game I could, I should have written every one of them down, but I can, if I were to go back and watch those games, I bet you I could find every single coach and every single team did something wrong. Uh, Houston did it too. I forget exactly what it was, but I remember thinking I probably tweeted about it. Uh, Houston messed up on a clock management situation. I'm like, golly, this is, nobody's talking about it, but it's so obvious to me that these are wrong. Like, like I said, this isn't really a debatable thing with um, the philosophy of being conservative or aggressive. But to me, I watch these games and I'm like, what are the coaches doing? And Doug Marone did it too. I, there are so many times. Another thing is just wasting the, uh, Oh, the Titans and, uh, and um, Patriots. It's like the Titans when 
sometimes when team or maybe not that game, but maybe there's another game where a team was up by a lot. And instead of taking snaps in the fourth quarter with like five seconds left or under, and they're trying to kill the clock. They snap it with like 17, 18 seconds. I'm like, just run all the clock that you can down. I think Buffalo did that too. It's like when you're trying to just kill the clock in these games in the fourth quarter, you always got to let the clock run down to snap it, but you leave so much time left on the, for the game. It's like, you could have wasted so many, so many more minutes. If you had been smart with the time when you snap the ball, that's another one I, I didn't think about earlier, but just all these clock management situations really bothered me kind of like a rant going on here, but because uh, <laughs> to, to me, it's like an obvious thing you should be able to do. And I feel like people agree. I mean, I got a, I only got one like on that, but somebody commented probably like, yeah, you're right. So I feel like people, when they see it, they're probably like, yeah, I agree with this, but people probably just gloss over it. But to, to me, I can't gloss over it. Like it stands out to me. I don't know why, but that's, that's where I'm feeling from these games. Um, that was my biggest takeaway that was like a negative takeaway the, the positive takeaway i guess they were all fun games to watch but um yeah so uh, that's that's all i wanted to talk about from the games but i'll let you guys share your thoughts maybe on this subject or any other subjects or themes you saw with the games and specifically the games that you guys did watch because i know you guys didn't watch all of them but i got my rant on with <laughs> <laughs> Get it all the way first, man. Yeah. <laughs> Connor, you go you go ahead. Okay. I mean, I didn't really I mean, I probably wasn't paying as close attention because unfortunately when I was watching half of these games, I was on a plane watching them with no sound because like I didn't I couldn't plug my mm-hmm. Apple headphones into the TVs on them. But um I mean more so what I saw was just like it's a I, I guess I want to say it's to do with like the balance between having a good like offense and defense, because I mean, I think the bills were probably the best example of this. And I mean, really, I think the Patriots could be too uh, of this example yeah. is that, you know, when two teams that have like really good defenses, I mean, I think the bills were like the third best defense this year and the Patriots were obviously the number one defense this year. And I know the Steelers had this problem too, you know, they had the number four defense this year. And so it's one of those situations where a really good defense can only take you so far if you're not putting up points on the board, because the Bills had so many missed opportunities in that game. I mean, because I know there was the whole issue at the end, like at the start of the second half with the whole kickoff thing. And should it have been a touchdown or a touchback? Like, you know, there was that call, which oh, yeah. I, like I, in my opinion, it should have been a touchdown, but you know, because, like, the Bills actually got bit on that a couple of years ago when, like, you know, their guy didn't down it. And then, like, mm-hmm. the, Jets went, the Jets went down and, like, got a touchdown out of it. So, like, I don't understand the whole where the Houston guy, like, quote, like, gave himself up or something. So that's why it was a they touchback. They changed that. I think they've changed that rule a little bit. Like, yeah. I think in, in the old days, I, they they would have considered that a touchdown. But I think now they've gotten to the point where they changed that where you can do that little like yeah. hand signal thing i mean obviously we know what his intent was but i think everybody's intent is the same on that play but you got he yeah. should have needed i don't know why he didn't that was stupid yeah that's <laughs> but what, um, um but yeah there was that and then there was the whole um there was like a couple other questionable calls in that game but i mean the more so thing about the bills is that like they just had so many opportunities when they got down in the red zone and had they even just turned like one of those mm-hmm. into a touchdown instead of being a field goal, we probably wouldn't be having this discussion about them. It would just be like, Oh yeah, the bills won. Like, you know, there wouldn't be any discussion on like how close the game was. And the fact that Deshaun Watson somehow broke out of that sack at the end of the game, like <laughs> I-, I still don't know how he did that, but, um, and so, but it's just like, you know, a good defense can only take you so far because eventually if you're not putting up points, eventually the defense is going to crack. And it showed with the Steelers, it showed with the Bills, and it showed with the Patriots. I mean, you know, their their defense held up a little bit better than Buffalo's did towards the end of the game because, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, when it came to their defense, it was only a one-point game because Tennessee got mm-hmm. that pick, that pick mm-hmm. six at the end of the game. So, which... I mean, they should have had two actually, because Logan yeah. Ryan dro- Logan Ryan dropped the first pick six, but 
Um, so yeah, and then I know I also want to touch on like on the New England uh, Tennessee game how there's all these people that we're talking about. Oh, is this Tom Brady's last game? Like you know, it's the end of the dynasty. Oh, his last pass as a Patriot is gonna is it gonna be a pick six? I mean, bad news for everybody here, like who's not a Patriots fan, but. Tom Brady's coming back to the Patriots. I don't care what anyone says. Like, he's going back. Is I mean, this going to be a lock on the yeah, lock board? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, okay. I, I think I'm willing to lock I, that. that. I think that qualifies because that's not like a obvious no-duh statement. Like, that's yeah. there's a lot of people that, that think he's not going to come back. So, that's that, I qualify. That, yeah. That's a fair one. For the okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I see no reason as to why he's not coming back. Because it's one of those things that I feel like – it's more of a respect thing than anything because there's some of these players like, you know, Drew Brees, Ben Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, Philip Rivers, which, I mean, I still don't know about Philip Rivers because the organization's like, you know, still kind of young and he says he's not done, but especially Tom Brady, like he's earned the right to retire as a New England Patriot. So, and, you know, if they want, if they end up shipping him off somewhere, I feel like that's New England's going to be regretting that forever if they do that. So I think in their mind, it's like he deserves to be here. He deserves to retire as a New England Patriot. That doesn't mean they're going to extend him another like five years or whatever some people might think. But you know, at least like a one or two year contract, maybe probably a two year deal. It would be my guess, like a low end two year deal, since he's always talked about wanting to play till he's forty five, and. I mean, I don't think Belichick's going anywhere because I, you can see at the end of that game, like, I think it was Tony Romo who also said it. Like, you just see the look in his face. Like, he did not want to, like, he didn't want to retire. The look on his face, the disappointment, the frustration, you know, he's got something in his mind. He wants to come back and prove that he can still do it. Because there, there was all this talk about him being washed up and, you know, he had an off year. He didn't make the Pro Bowl for the first time and about 11 seasons I think it was this season I think like obviously he didn't mm-hmm. go mo- he didn't go most of the time but you know he at least got voted onto the team yeah. so and so I think like he still thinks he has some left in the tank and again it's just frustration can do a lot to the motivation of a player you know if they had made it to the conference championship and then got eliminated by like you know Baltimore Kansas City then okay maybe he'd consider retirement more and you know, because it was going to be a road game and it was a really good team and blah, 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 blah. If they played their hearts out, like, you know, if they played a really good game and just came up short, then fine. But to be at your home stadium in front of the home crowd, possibly your last home game ever as a New England Patriot, and to go out to a team, the sixth seed, you know, I know Tennessee is better than, probably a little bit better than our 9-7 and seven record, but still a 9-7 and seven team. And to go out in a game like losing 20 to 13, where like basically your mistake sealed the game for the other team, there's no way he's going to want to go out and be remembered like that. So Tom Brady's coming back uh, to the New England Patriots. And so that's my, I really only got a good glimpse of the AFC games. So I'll let Eric talk now because I know he watched the NFC games a lot more than I did. Yeah, I, I watched the. Seahawks Eagles game most of that and like after Carson Wentz went out it just really was not a very eventful game uh while I didn't see I only saw some highlights from the Saints Vikings game but I think that game was better like watching the the Seahawks Eagles game was probably the least entertaining out of the four of them but even still like it had a neat ending because Josh McCown was like hampered with a hamstring injury but still like trying to because he was the only quarterback they had left so he was still trying to lead the team no they, no nick they, Foles this time yeah well, they, they could have played greg ward because he was a college quarterback and yeah they said he would have had to have gone in there but i mean how many reps has he taken a quarterback? yeah i know i i know he was he was good at houston though man i watched him beat usf a couple times i i know he's he's got talent but yeah. yeah, it's not ideal to have your no, not wide your receiver play QB. <laughs> but you know, but it would have been neat if they had been able to get that touchdown on that last drive and get the two point conversion and send it to overtime. Like that would have been pretty cool. But fortunately, they were just a little bit short. But um, I guess what I'll address uh, hasn't 
mainly been covered yet just with the results before we go to the next part is my opinion on the offensive pass interference on Minnesota's okay. play that won it for him. Uh, it actually, yeah, Zach and Connor haven't heard my thoughts on it yet since I was at work when it happened, but uh, I, even, and this is coming from somebody who wanted the Saints to win the game. I personally really didn't think it was that bad. I mean, did he like stick his hands out a little bit? Sure, but he didn't really like shove him off of him. Like they were kind of hand to hand fighting, and he moved his hands to get the hands out and then get the ball. Like it wasn't like he. It wasn't like the one that cost the Saints last year in the Rams game, where the Rams player like bulldozed oh, yeah. the receiver going out of bounds. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I will say the refs probably should have reviewed it just like they should have reviewed the one in the Seahawks 49ers game in the final week of the season. Like, I guess for me, I know we've kind of talked about this ad nauseum on this podcast, but like, I just don't understand like what the point is of having pass interference be challengeable. If the refs are never going to even review it or, or overturn it. Yeah. But I mean, the one, especially like in the Seattle San Francisco game of week 17, like that one was so obvious. Like this one, I think is just, is a little more debatable on whether yeah. it would be pass interference or not. And so that's why I'm more so like, okay with that one being a no call, but they still, to me should have at least looked at it and made sure like, okay, yeah, it stands like, cause they didn't, yeah, they just saw it in live speed and then were like, Oh, that's it. That's the well, game. like what I will, what makes it look kind of bad is because there's been, uh, former refs that have said that they believe it was pass interference. So like that, it's never a bad look when you have former officials. I mean, and it's definitely nowhere near as obvious as like the one the year before. But when you have a lot like people, there's people on both sides. But the fact that there's former refs saying that they 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 would call it pass interference, like it, I know it doesn't make Saints fans any any happier. But <laughs> new position oh, starting now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I don't, that was my take on it. I, I just didn't think it was egregious enough to call it. I mean, if you're going by like every little technicality of everything, yes, it probably would be, but really just like with like offensive linemen holding penalties, I mean, you could call pass interference on like almost every single play, like, because there's always, there's almost always going to be like, yeah, some kind of contact, especially if it's any ball that's thrown like down the field, like maybe not on like a, you know, screen pass or slant or drag route, perhaps. But any ball that's thrown like more than 20 yards down the field, like or if it's like lobbed up in the air, that was like a close to the goal line situation. But if it's like lobbed up in the mm-hmm. air and it's going to be like a 50 50 ball, there's always going to be contact. So you so you have to differ like what's egregious enough to be pass interference and what isn't. And to me, it just, that one just wasn't egregious enough to mm-hmm. call it. But at the same time, if they had called it, you know, I wouldn't say like, Oh, they should have overturned it because yes, he did put his hands out. So like, it's really one that could have gone either way. So like re- regardless yeah. of how they had called it, like I would have been fine with it either way, but I don't know, man, I, Zach, I know you mentioned to me before, or you put it in our group chat that, the rule i mean obviously the rule sucked but then but you think they're going to take it away next year well it's when they initiated the rule it was only for this year so it was that way to begin with and then it's one of those we're going to experiment with oh, it like this year trial by year kind of thing. yes yeah so oh, it, God, it's only that. it was only set in stone for this year and then if they if it was gonna if they like liked it then they would keep it in but yeah it's not from uh, how it's been yeah, it's, used, yeah, there's no way they're going to re-up it. So yeah, yeah, it'll definitely be, yeah, it'll be definitely taken out. And I guess my last comment before we go to the next segment, man, like listening to Booger McFarlane just sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like Zach, I, I know Chris Collinsworth is your least favorite. Yeah. And I know like we all don't like Joe Buck, but like, my God, dude, I don't like, like Chris Collinsworth guy, either. <laughs> like listening to yeah. him, like, and, uh, towards the end of the game when it was third and ten, and he said the Bills should run a draw play and then spike it. It's like, dude, that was the oh, I, yeah, game. yeah, I, I remember that. Like, I I think I told you about that. He was like, it was like third and eight. He was like, run a draw play, 
just to get a couple of yards and then spike it. Well, then you've lost your town. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, and then, I mean, not to, you know, make like a, I know we use, you know, we keep this pretty family friendly on here, but that I posted a tweet about it. He literally, he said at one point, he said, yeah, he's a slippery guy and he's coming inside. I was just like, Oh no, dude, that sounded like, I know there's things in sports that sound yeah. dirty, but they're not all, all the time. But that one was usually they just say, Oh, penetration or something. But like, yeah. this was like the, what using the word like slippery and all that. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that was, well he, he states the obvious too. That's what most people. Oh, find yeah. I, that, that, that's what all yeah. the memes are. Is yeah. All the memes are. Him. Yeah. So yeah, but, um, he, he's he funny though. Yeah. Well, like uh, the funny, the other funny one with two was when, um, let's see, what was the score at the time it happened? Oh, it was, uh, oh, well, I think something about like the oh my gosh why am I having such a brain fart here? As somebody scored and went like seventeen to sixteen, and so then he was like, "Oh yeah, because uh, oh, I was the two point conversion thing." And he yeah. was like, "Yeah, man, I'm telling you, this is what they got to do right here. They got to go for two because if they go for two, it'll make it a three point game." And that'll mean <laughs> the other team will have to kick the field goal. <laughs> yeah, I see. It. I'm like, no, obviously, dude. Like, come on, man. <laughs> oh, God, dude. He sucks so bad. Yeah, it's like he thinks he's, like, brilliant with saying yeah. some of this stuff. He thinks that nobody – he thinks that, like, oh, I'm the first one to think of this. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Booger is good for the memes, yeah. though. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I posted one the other day, but I guess I on an NFL meme thing, but I guess I waited too late because people were like, "Oh, that was lame." But it was oh. when uh, it was when the Seahawks beat the Eagles. So I was like, I said, "Well, Joe, uh, since the Seahawks won the game, they will be going on to face the Packers next week. But if the Eagles had won, they would be going on to face the Packers." Next week. <laughs> <laughs> But I got like no reaction on it. I was like, oh, oh, man. Man. I, I was yeah. hoping. I, I saw the uh, like clip came out. And I'm like, ooh, let me. It's like just came out. Let me do this, and it was a fail. But yeah. Well, I tried. I tried. Yeah. Well, the other thing I wanted to mention quickly before this is going back to the um, pass interference call is that so because you talk about like you know you you wanted them to review it, but my question is, I don't know. I haven't read about this as closely as maybe you guys have, but so. That was a scoring play, and all touchdowns are automatically reviewed. So wouldn't they have just like, wouldn't they have gone back and replay and looked at it right then and there without needing to like officially say, oh, we're reviewing this for pass interference because I, all because all uh, scoring plays yeah. are reviewed. Well, <laughs> they, usually, I think they usually, might have, but yeah. Well, so usually if there's something that's controversial, like well, no, like, it's it's really... it's. It's in the rule no, book that do. They, yeah. they do. They, they do always do it no matter what. They do it no matter what. But considering how quickly that play happened versus when, yeah, like, they, they the team started shaking like, hands and everything, yeah. like, if they had reviewed it for, you know, how long they take the normal reviews, like, it would have been a minute oh, yeah, or two. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. They just, in, like, it, once it happened, like, the – you know the the whole thing was over with just like that so it was okay. like a no-brainer touchdown review so okay um, that's that's what i wanted yeah. to ask that okay, okay yeah yeah good question um but we will get started now on the birthday special part of this episode i'll let eric take it away and then once we're done with that we'll go back to football so yeah guys so here's the uh this is going to be the details of the giveaway so Anybody that listens to this, uh, you can enter. Basically, the in order to enter, I, I will be sending out a tweet. So, like by the time this episode is live, there will be a tweet out. So, uh, at Clutch Crew Sport on Twitter. And so, basically, to enter into the giveaway, all you have to do is be following us on Twitter, and which I will be able to see that, and then show proof that you are a subscriber on either YouTube, iTunes, Anchor, or Spotify, one of those four major platforms. So show proof of that. And then on the tweet that I post out, all you have to do is you know comment that you're entering and retweet so that your followers can see it and enter. Mm-hmm. So you will have until Wednesday night at midnight Eastern time to do so. 
But also the other factor of the giveaway was Zach mentioned about him and Connor helping you guys out. So I will be giving away a GameStop gift card, but the amount of the gift card will be determined by how well they do on this trivia about some things in my no life. No pressure. No, yeah, no pressure, Zach. No pressure. We're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna do the best we can for you guys. Make it yeah, make Eric pay. <laughs> yeah, they have not they have not seen the questions. No, we haven't. Uh, it's not no. gonna be like on these like talk shows where they like yeah <laughs> you know, they they all know the answers beforehand and or even if they don't then they'll be like well everyone gets a prize anyway like you know the dollar amount will be determined based on what yeah. they do so it's going to start out at well you do get a prize just lower dollar value yeah. <laughs> yeah so the prize won't be as good but yeah i won't be like oh you still get the full value even if they get them wrong so yeah. it's going to start out at ten dollars and i'm going to do five questions and for every question they get right I will up the gift card value by $5 and I will do this up to $25. So they only have to get three right to get the full amount. So I tried to make them like some that I feel like they might know some that might be a little harder. I didn't, I had to try to balance it. Cause I don't want to do like ones that they definitely wouldn't know or ones that would be like, like if I asked like who my favorite NFL team is, like obviously they're gonna know that. So <laughs> uh, I think I'm thinking it's probably the new England Patriots. Man, Connor, what a failure. Have you learned nothing? <laughs> All right, now it's time for my rant. <laughs> that, that would be Nate, Connor, not me. Okay. So I, the questions will be multiple choice. So this basically we just designed this segment for the podcasters on their birthday to be able to do what they want. So I picked this to do a giveaway for the fans. And then I also did it so that, you know, for any new listeners or people that don't know me personally, like this will give you kind of a chance to – learn a little bit about me so some of it's like like past things in my life or things i like or whatever so with that being said i will go into the first question so the first question actually relates to our q a episode that we did so i want to see if connor and zach remember this Interesting. Okay. So in uh track and field when i ran track and field in high school which event was I a part of on my high school state championship team? Oh, shit. Was the, was the A. Oh, that, we got a curse for folks. Sorry, you took <laughs> uh, So was it A, the 4x400-meter relay? Was it B, the 4x800-meter relay? Was it C, the individual one-mile run? Or D, the individual two-mile run? Okay, I want to say it was either the individual one mile or individual two mile, Zach. Like, I okay, think I feel, yeah, I, no, I I, like, I agree because I the I four remember, by four hundred and eight hundred those were for when he won state, not his first one. Um, yeah. so I and yeah, and when also yeah. I remember I remember him telling the story about how like you know the one kid from the other school that he was mm-hmm. like trying to beat, which like if you were in a four by 400 or four by 800 like you know and you're not racing on the track with a bunch of other people like you're racing yeah. on the track with some other people but he was on the track with a bunch of other yes people. yes i agree so, and so now it comes down to one mile or two mile i totally agree with you there i'm thinking two mile but yeah. like just because it's longer but that doesn't seem like a normal type of race like i feel like one yeah. mile would be like a standard so i'm torn between that what do you think like yeah Mm, trying to think what my gut says. Is it wrong if I went to the YouTube video and went to check that right now? <laughs> <laughs> It'd probably take you a minute to find that. That was a long episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'd probably have to say the... God. Probably the one mile, because I think you're right. Yeah. That, so- that sounds like more of an event than the two mile, so... Yeah, all right. That'll be our final answer. Okay. Individual one mile. Yeah. Okay, well, unfortunately, Zach, you actually kind of like said it earlier, but didn't realize it. It was actually the four by 800 meter relay because I said that for the state championship, not the. Uh, oh, I guess so I, I got I the question realize, wrong. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't realize like how I, I guess that was like inadvertently a trick question because I did win, the, but it, it wasn't the one mile though. I did win the individual two mile, but that was in districts, which is like the early, that's like the 
wild card round of the playoffs equivalent like but mm. but for state i was involved in oh the, and i, I remember yeah. that now it's the same like, event because you're like he won that team with the one thing with the state and i'm thinking oh man he just like said the answer but didn't realize it <laughs> no i totally so, didn't because i thought it was a longer race so i didn't or maybe yeah, it's i don't know how yeah, meters but even if you had so, even if it was the district one, it still would have been wrong because it was the two mile, not the one mile. But yeah, I like y'all. Like, totally I like that we all work together though. Like that was. Yeah, uh, was I, I enjoyed that. that too. All right, this one I think I think Zach should know this. Uh, oh God, Connor might not know as. <laughs> but... Pressure's on. You put pressure on me, man. No, sorry, man. I can't. I can't. I Connor might know this too, but I feel like if anyone for sure will know it it will be you but let's see so after my high school days i played uh in a band with some buddies of mine uh called operatio yes which instrument did i play oh i know, oh, I know this i know yes. okay uh, i didn't know if this you don't even need cute the bass guitar yeah, yeah, yeah. bass guitar, bass yeah. guitar. okay yeah. i didn't know if y'all would remember specifically which guitar it was so i threw some guitar options in there so okay. guys the gift card is up to 15 dollars. yeah okay Cool. So get us back on our feet. Yeah. yeah. So now getting into also uh, more of my adult life, I've worked a few different jobs. So in in my life, which of these jobs have I not had? Okay. okay. So remember, keyword okay. not had. Okay. okay. A direct sales. B custodian. C cashier at a pilot shop store. Or D office clerk i know it is it's oh, office okay. clerk it's office is that a final, final answer? answer final All answer right. office that, clerk. that is correct I yay office clerk. i didn't know if the pilot shop one would throw you off because i, I knew you told me that so I, Damn, I one time, we were talking with al and one time in uh in a playstation party you told us about one of your experiences there so i knew that and obviously, I knew custodian and direct sales were. Yeah. Um, I knew direct sales would for sure be the easy yeah. one. I didn't know yeah. if y'all knew that I did the custodian or the pilot shop. Yeah. So, and then you I know, had to think I of know. like, a, I was like, what would be a random, like, believable job that I haven't done? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. The hardest part with I, that I, one was I, I knew the, the wrong uh, answer. Yeah. I knew the custodian and the direct sales, but it was between the other two. I was like, oh, geez, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so the gift card is now up to twenty dollars. So if they answer one of the last two right, we'll get twenty-five. So okay. So next, this is more just a personal about me thing. So in the like uh, superhero comic book world, all that sci-fi, all that type stuff. Who is my favorite villain? Oh boy! Is it a the Joker? B Thanos, C Thanos Vader, or D Magneto. Wait, wait, what was what was C again? Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Okay. So we got so we wait, hold on. So we got Darth Vader, Thanos, Darth Vader, and Magneto. I want to say it's definitely not Darth Vader. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because he's talked about Star Wars not really being his favorite. So. Yeah, I want to say it's Magneto. I'm between that and Joker because I know yeah. he's talked about like really liking Joker. Yeah. Magneto would be to me that would be like a surprise one because I don't think he's ever really talked about him to me. Yeah. So I that would be like almost a surprise. But to me, like to me, I think it's Joker. But I don't know. It, I definitely don't think it's Thanos either. So we can cross that off. Yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah. I'm definitely between Magneto and Joker right now. Um. My gut says Joker, though, still. Okay, well, we'll go with Zach's okay. gut, so we'll All go. Right. Final answer, Joker. And that is correct. Okay. <laughs> Man, this has been a like way more interactive segment than I thought it would be, so I'm I'm enjoying that. So, yeah, yeah. Mag- I mean, I, I like X-Men somewhat, but, yeah, Joker is my favorite because I like that he doesn't have, like, powers that he, yeah. you know, it's all yeah. in his head. Like, That's why Batman's he, like, my favorite superhero. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. See, I, I almost said favorite superhero, but I, I'm like torn between like Batman, Iron Man, and Spider Man. Like, they're my three favorites. And yeah. It's hard to like specifically say which one I like yeah. the best. So I didn't do that one, but Joker is like easily by far okay. the way. Gotcha, gotcha. So that's why I did that one instead. So 
All right. So last one. Congratulations, guys. You have to get cards to the max. Whether they get this one right or wrong, uh, yeah. the gift card will be $25. I was kind of hoping I'd get it wrong, so it'll only be 10 I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 I should have made the questions harder. Dang it. All right. Uh, so last question. This is a food question. Ooh. Okay. So out of all the, like, national uh, – pizza chains which one is my favorite is Ooh. it a pizza hut b domino's c papa john's or d little caesars oh i know it's not papa john's because we share that in common so i can cross that off yeah i, I knew it wasn't papa john's either uh, i want to i will interfere i haven't intervened in the other questions but i will intervene in this one because i didn't i don't know if y'all like will know this but if either of y'all had said Papa John's as final answer, like we would be like uncousined, like. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, no, yeah, no. Papa we, uh, yeah. we both we we both knew that it wasn't Papa John's. Yeah. yeah. So when they, we all both like eliminated that one, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna butt in and just say that real quick. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So Pizza Hut, Domino's, or Little Caesars. I'll let y'all continue. So what do you, Connor? What what's your lead to? I'm leaning towards Domino's, I want to say, because I'm trying to remember, like, I feel like there's some story that Eric's told me before involving Domino's. I don't know if that would if that's why I would, like, make it his favorite place or maybe he just went there for this time. But I feel like there's some story he told involving Domino's. Okay. But like, See, because I'm, kind of, I'm, I'm leaning Pizza Hut. Yeah, Little Caesars, yeah. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Pizza, um, Hut would, Pizza Hut would be my second choice. Yeah. Um, I... I think it's Pizza Hut, though, because he always talked with Alan about going to Pizza Hut on his birthday and stuff. I've never really heard him talk about Domino's. I guess if you might know that he talked about a Domino's story, but I guess we can we can answer this one differently, though, right? Since, like, we've already got the prize maxed I guess out. I will, since the $25 is, is yeah. locked, I will allow this. Because we each want to give are feeling, answer. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll say Domino's and Zach will say Pizza yeah. Hut. Okay, so final answers are locked, and Zach was right. It is Pizza Hut. So mm-hmm. I do like Domino's too, though. But I Pizza Hut, I just I like their all their different like crust options and stuff. Like I just mm-hmm. the Domino's. I mean, Domino's crust is good, but I like having all the options with Pizza Hut. So. Um, that's one I haven't talked about a whole lot. So that's why I kind of put that one last because I feel like I felt like if there was any one that y'all like might get wrong, that that would probably be it. So that's why I did that one last. But um, yeah, so Pizza Hut is it. So Connor, I'm curious what the Domino story was when you said that. I was like, <laughs> I, didn't, I don't I know. Gonna inter- I wasn't going to intervene, but I was like, I don't know. If, I don't remember telling him a story about dominoes but if i did i wonder what it was about i, just, <laughs> I, I see i I'm feel like curious. it was i feel like it was some story with you and alan like doing something like i don't know mm-hmm. or maybe see, i always heard else. i always heard the birthday stories um with alan at pizza Hut. that's what i heard yeah alan um it's like for like well, well no, no for, but th- th- this wasn't like a birthday story. Okay. Oh, I, I think okay. i think it was just like they went out or something and Maybe it wasn't Alan. It might have been one of your other friends that was kind of like it was like maybe not Jess, like either Jesse or someone else who was like, you know, let's go get Domino's or something. And you were just like, no, like we got to go home or whatever, because and like you had car trouble, car troubles or something. I don't know. I kind of yeah, things is a little bit familiar to me. I don't know if it's specifically Domino's, but maybe Subway or something. I don't know. I like that does sound a little bit familiar actually, but. Yeah, uh, and like and like Jesse might have been drunk it's or something. Crazy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse <laughs> called out. <laughs> yeah, wow, man. This, well, this is fun, man. Like, I don't know. Man. Like I now I kind of want to make one of these, even though it's not my birthday for a while. Like this is kind of fun to, yeah, to do. Yeah, I this, uh, but, I enjoyed this, man. I I did not expect uh, y'all's interaction to be like so good. Like when trying to like figure out the answers and stuff especially like on that first one with the track thing like yeah the track uh, one we really had we had to <laughs> yeah, work together they got four out of five right so the the winning viewer will get a 25 dollar mm-hmm. uh gamestop gift card so oh wow yeah so That's great so whoever wins uh 
you can thank Zach and Connor for getting a $25 card instead of a $10 card. So <laughs> yeah, Zach, Connor, you guys, <laughs> yep. you say you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, uh, when, when at home you have your list of, uh, you know, which one of us you like the best and, you know, you have your tier rankings. I hope that puts Zach and I a little bit higher in your tier rankings. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. And Eric yeah, is let, sponsoring this. Like, he, he gave he gave his money up for, for donation here. So, like, yeah. It, yep. we Sorry, Nate. Contributing. Yeah, Nate's the odd one out now. I really hate Nate. <laughs> but... <laughs> Well, I mean, I if you're going by his politics, if yeah. it was going to be like, if it was going to be like just like Zach, if it was just going to be like you and Nate, I probably wouldn't have done this. I mean, obviously, like like you and Nate are like obviously I'm friends with Nate, but he doesn't you know know about obviously like with me being cousins with y'all, like y'all we've all yeah. known each other like our whole lives. Whereas like Nate, I've you know known sparingly for you know a few months so it, it would have been a lot more unfair like if nate had tried to figure out these answers so and they, would have, they would have had no clue or you would have had yeah. to really you would have had to really dumb down the questions for for him i think so, yeah yeah so exactly. i i was like i'm not gonna so but then when it was when zach told me that connor was going to be in it this episode he was that connor was available i was like let me do like the little family tree you know like in like yeah life trivia about me and see what they know mm. so then that, that was kind of what led to that yeah. so i might yeah, have to do that fun, I, man. I, I might that have to and... do that if uh since my birthday's next if y'all two are going to be in and i might have to do that yeah that, not... that'd be fun man like Bring it on. this was this was fun <laughs> i gotta say um but really it was only that i think it was the second question about the where you worked um that was no. the one i knew right or third um, that was the one I knew right away, and I figured Connor might not, so that's why. Yeah, that that was that was the one that I was kind of like, like I, said, I had it down to two, but like I wasn't <laughs> sure between those two. And then obviously the bass guitar was the one that you and I both. Yeah, we both. Yeah, yeah. We were we were like we don't even need choices for this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the the last one, the pizza one, that was just like I wasn't as confident on that one. And same with the Joker too, I wasn't as confident on that one either. But. Yeah. All in all, good stuff, man. Uh, happy birthday, yeah, I, also. Yeah, yes, sir. Happy, happy birthday. Be, uh, 32. Got to be 32 years old, man. That's uh, 10 years older than me. <laughs> one step closer to 40. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. You just turned 30 like two years ago. Don't be thinking about that. I know, man. I'm just uh, <laughs> saying, man, like my 20s are over, like in my 30s now. Like it's, uh, it's I, crazy to think about it, man. It's like I remember when I was y'all's age and like now i'm seeing like y'all in college or like people that i knew like when they were like little kids or like in high school now and i'm just like oh man like what am i doing yeah <laughs> where um, has the time gone like it's also crazy. yeah and, and uh me connor and i have i saw this on twitter but like technically we've lived through four decades um and probably, oh, yeah. i'm not even i'm not even 21 and i've lived through four decades which i think is pretty interesting connor's 21 but yeah because um, yeah, uh we lived through the 90s the 2000s the 2010s and now the 2020s yeah so well, i'm in five decades so <laughs> <laughs> yeah because yeah, you're because eric was born in 88 so he's also yeah, he was born in the 80s so mm-hmm. yeah I'm an age baby, but I don't remember any of it. <laughs> I've lived through four decades, but two of them combined are less than a year. So, I certainly don't remember the '90s. So, yeah. So, <laughs> um, but we'll get we'll get back to football now. That's what we were gonna plan on doing. Having that as like a little break in between the football action and our normal sports talk. So that was fun, Eric. Thanks for sponsoring that, and thanks for coming up with those yeah. questions. I'll look, I'll look forward to the giveaway. So make sure, like, you know, if yes. you enter, just follow us on Twitter, one of our viewership sites, either YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, or iTunes, and retweet the tweet I post, and you'll be entered. So, question. And Zach, I think you said that, um, yeah. that when you do your next step, that I won't, I know I won't be in the next episode, but that. Uh, everybody that's entered will be put into like a drawing yes. or on a spin the wheel or something, and you'll so you'll present that live. We'll, we'll pick the winner right? live, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, no, no, um, you know, bribing us from in the back, you know, anything like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll do we're not gonna like, we're not gonna like pick a winner and then just post a tweet yes. and be like, oh, this is the winner. Like, I always 
think that's kind of BS when people like do that. Or, like, the draft, NBA off. draft lottery, man, that's that's got real conspiracy theories written all over it because they don't show it live. <laughs> um, yeah. But my 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 little question though was if if I if Connor and I retweet it, are we eligible? No, Clutch Crew Sports <laughs> podcasters are not eligible. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I, did, I did try. Yo, I'll retweet it, obviously, but you okay. it, but yeah, you're not, you're not. I had to try, Connor. I had to try. Uh, no, Eric, <laughs> why, why, why you gotta be lame, Eric? Like, come on. <laughs> All right, well, back to football now. So we're gonna talk about the divisional rounds here briefly, and then that'll wrap up this episode. But Minnesota and San Francisco will be our first game. All three of us picking San Francisco. Tennessee at Baltimore. I'm the lone wolf picking Tennessee. I'm gonna stick with my stick with my pick from last week that they would make it here and win this game. Houston at Kansas city. We've all got Kansas city and then Seattle at green Bay, Eric taking green Bay, Connor and I taking Seattle. I have not spoken to Nate yet, so I don't know what his picks are going to be, but uh, I did put out a poll on Twitter and it didn't get as much. um, Actually. Yeah. This one did get a lot of uh, votes on it, but so I picked most likely upset for this next week's game. And it got 75 votes, which for me in a Twitter poll is pretty good. That might be my most voted on poll I've ever done. But Seahawks and Packers got, obviously, it it won um, 57% of the vote. And then everything else was pretty tight at around 12 to 16%. But, and this was a little bit reflected um, in our picks because Connor and I picked the Seahawks to be the Packers. So we, we agreed with this, but looking at these games, I can realistically pick three upsets, but I, in my gut, I'm only going to pick two because I, I still think the Titans are the only type of team that can beat the Ravens. I think it's like the, their style of play, the way that they are, like the running attack to chew up time of possession um, being able to win on the road and not be bothered. It seems like they're the kind of team that has like no pressure, like that can be the spoiler team. And the Ravens are like so hyped up, man. And they haven't played in like three weeks, you know, sitting up that last week and the bye week. Are they going to be a little bit rusty from all that time off? I know it's nice to have a bye week to get that rest, but with the other week too, I mean, it seems like could be a little bit of rest and. <laughs> Rest versus rust, and the Titans are coming in hot, uh, just beating off the pa- beating the Patriots, ending that dynasty, like potentially. So they probably are on top of the world right now. I know you can say that they're due for a letdown, but I think Vrabel is going to have his team ready and, and ready to go. And so that's the one that I think uh, can happen. Seahawks at Packers, I think that can obviously happen because Russell Wilson is amazing. The stuff he's doing. Uh, He's doing this with a pretty bad offensive line, in my opinion. His team isn't as great as a lot of other playoff teams, but I I fully trust him. And Aaron Rodgers in the playoffs hasn't always been that great. I mean, they've only been to one Super Bowl, and they don't have the greatest home field record in the playoffs, as you might think. So they're susceptible for a loss. And then the 49ers inexperience, I think, could make them susceptible to a loss. The only one I really have a hard time picking is the one that got the least percent here with Texans for the Chiefs. Just because I think the Texans are all Deshaun Watson, I think their team is really bad. Not really bad other than him, but, I mean, I saw a bunch of drops, and their offensive line was putrid in that game. So the Chiefs have so much more weapons. I actually think Deshaun Watson's right now a better quarterback than Mahomes is at this point in the season, but – with all the weapons the Chiefs have, the home field advantage there in Arrowhead is going to be a tough environment. It's going to be all Chiefs fans screaming and stuff. That's the one I see least likely to happen, but uh, those are my thoughts on them. I wonder uh, what you guys think, if you voted in this poll or not, and what you guys would rank the upset's likely ability. Well, oh, I was saying I voted in the poll. Um, okay. I've, I, I voted Seahawks over Packers, mm-hmm. clearly. Um, I mean, I would have to go with, like, I'm in agreement with you that I think the Texans over Chiefs is, like, probably the least likely upset because going into Arrowhead and the fact that they almost, like, just barely beat the Bills, too, and Mm -hmm. the fact that, like, you know, Deshaun Watson, like, 
honestly should not have gotten out of that sack. I don't know how that happened. Well, dude, I will say he like he did that like ten times against the Jaguars this season. Like that, I wasn't surprised when I saw it. To be honest with you. Well, I was see, surprised like, he didn't do it more, but that was pretty crazy. Yeah, like, because well, well, like normally, like getting out of a sack, like that's kind of fine and all yeah. well and fine. But like the fact that he like basically got sandwiched in between two guys and like yeah. still managed to it's stay crazy, up, I, was, like, man. I don't oh, know how he, I don't know how he does it, but I, the fact that I've seen him do it before, I, I wasn't as surprised. But yeah, he is but, pretty um, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I I think that could happen. Um, or I think that won't happen for sure. Yeah. And then I'm. <laughs> In disagreement about the Titans over the Ravens, like I think that the Ravens are just because, for in my opinion, the Patriots just weren't that good. Like yeah. I think that was more of Mike Rabel knowing Bill Belichick and the fact that the Patriots just weren't that good mm-hmm. just to begin with. I mean, you know, especially since you know we'd always seen it in the past where New England, you know, they're if they would finish twelve and four or like thirteen and three, those three or four losses always came at the beginning of the year. Whereas mm-hmm. this time, and like they got better as the season went on. Whereas yeah. this time, it was kind of the opposite. They started eight and zero, and then finished four and four. So, which I mean, obviously those first eight opponents were also like really not yeah. very good teams to begin with, anyway. So, like other than Buffalo, not, there were none of those eight teams had finished with a winning record. Mm-hmm. So, um. But yeah, so I think I think the Vikings over 49ers, I think it could happen. I mean, it's it's an interesting scenario. It depends on really if I mean, the Vikings need to find their offense for sure cuz their defense, I mean, that's not the strength of San Francisco. Like they've well, going back to what I said earlier about the defense offense balance, they found that balance cuz they have a really good mm-hmm. defense. And their offense is good enough to put up the points to where the defense doesn't have to be 100% relied on. Like, it's not a, you know, top 10 offense, but it's a, you know, good enough offense to support that really good defense. So it's going to be up to the fact, because the Vikings certainly have no shortage of talent on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, obviously, Kirk Cousins, in my mind, is still kind of more of like an average to above average quarterback. Like, he's not, mm-hmm. I can certainly think of at least eight or nine that are better than him, but... Um, like probably 10. So, but I mean, they got Adam Thielen, they have Stefan Diggs, Dalvin Cook. I mean, if he hadn't sat out the last game, would have been the rushing leader by the end of the season. He just sat out the final game. Mm-hmm. So Derrick Henry got it instead. But um, yeah, Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs. I mean, and Kyle Rudolph, I feel like is a very, he's kind of like that Jason Witten-esque tight end. Or like yeah. or or like a Heath Miller type of tight end for when he was in Pittsburgh to where he doesn't really put up big numbers, but he's always kind of there when you need him. You know, he's just kind of that safety yeah. valve. So I think that's kind of underrated about the Vikings offense. So if they can find their offense, then I think they'll be okay. Because, you know, Mike Zimmer's defense is going to – they'll be good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they kind of had question marks last year, but they sort of found it again this offseason or this season. So the defense is going to hold up. Just can the offense uh, stack up to the 49ers defense? So I see that as a little bit more likely than Titans over Ravens. Um, But the other two, I definitely agree on like Seahawks over Packers is highly likely considering I picked them. Mm -hmm. And then Texans over Chiefs, I think is uh, the least likely. Okay. So Eric, you picked all four favorites. So, if you were to like be like your confidence on your least confidence and most confident, how would you sort these out? Um, I'm, I'm definitely in agreement with you guys for the most part here. I mean, I know the Texans beat the chiefs earlier in the season, yeah. but I would just be surprised if they did it again. I don't know if, if Will Fuller is coming back for this game, but you can tell the Texans offense is not the same when he's not in there because then the teams can put way more focus on DeAndre Hopkins as opposed to not being able to, you know, when, when Will Fuller's in there, you can't really double team DeAndre Hopkins as much or Will Fuller's going to destroy you. So, but when Will Fuller's not in there, it's like, okay, we can double team Hopkins and then really we're good because most of their other weapons really aren't, that great so um i would be very surprised if the texans beat the chiefs i think that would be my number one most surprising like if i was gonna Mm -hmm. pull a connor and do a lock like i would 
or if we were doing survival, I would I would pick the Chiefs. Um, and I also just I just don't see the Titans beating the Ravens. I mean, I, we've kind of talked about that in our preview when you mm-hmm. had them, yeah you had them getting to this point, which I had a different matchup with our hypotheticals, but mm-hmm. I just if Tennessee had gone into New England and just like absolutely demolished them, then I would consider maybe switching my pick and picking the Titans instead. But I mean, they were running the ball like it will pretty much, but their passing game was not really working that well. They did good enough when they needed to, but Tannehill did have some kind of ugly throws in this game. And I'm just, the Ravens have a better, I mean, what New England's defense was number one this season, but I like New England's ability, I mean, uh, Baltimore's ability to be able to stop the run better than New England. I don't think Tennessee's going to be able to rely on their run game. I don't think the running game is going to be as successful as it was against New England. I mean, Derrick Henry's been doing pretty well. Obviously, he was the rushing leader at the end of the year, but I don't know, man. And then also, Baltimore just has a way more dynamic offense than New England, and there, there's no way Tennessee is going to hold Baltimore to 13 points in Baltimore's home field. It's it's not going to happen. So I just don't think Tennessee's offense is dynamic enough to keep up with Baltimore. So I would also be very surprised if Tennessee beats them. And obviously with both of these ones I just mentioned, I'm obviously really hopeful the Chiefs and Ravens both win since I hate, yeah, same. I hate, <laughs> I hate any non-Jag, uh, AF, non-Jaguar well, AFC South team. So. I'll, well, I'll, I'll be with you on the KC one, but I really hope that Tennessee can somehow find a way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I get Baltimore. I know you're, you're a Steelers fan, so I totally, uh, yeah. I totally understand that. But um, yeah, but anyway, um I don't know, Vikings over 49ers, that definitely intrigues me a little bit because I just, Zach and I were both in agreement on going into the playoffs that Minnesota was really like limping into the playoffs, but Mm -hmm. they had a great game against the Saints. And so I, I mean, obviously I have the 49ers getting to the Super Bowl, so I still think they should win, but I guess like, if you had told me this matchup was going to happen, like it probably would have been like on the bottom or like it would have been like my most shocking one, but it's definitely moved up because of the way they played against the saints, because I know we all had the saints getting pretty far in the playoffs and like, and they were my preseason pick to get to the super bowl. And so the fact that the Vikings, you know, did beat them and, you know, even for a little while there, they, they were like dominated. You know, the saints got back in it, but the Vikings, you know, had a, double digit lead at one point and that that was very shocking to me so seeing the way they did that in new orleans where new orleans is typically dominant at home like that kind of worried me a little bit with my 49er pick for the super bowl but i'm still picking the 49ers to win this game but and then seahawks over packers uh i agree with is the most likely one that could happen but i just the seahawks didn't inspire me and they're performance against the Eagles I mean I everybody was talking about like how dominant their defense was but I mean Carson Wentz got knocked out really early in the game they basically had like no wide receivers going into this game I mean so the Seahawks defense should have held them to nine points I mean it would have been embarrassing for them in a way if they hadn't but and then Russell Wilson like as good as he's been, like they still only got 17 points in that game. Like, I don't know. Like it was, it was kind of weird oh, watching them. Jason Myers, that. he did miss a field goal. I'll say that. Like, oh yeah. He had that, <laughs> he had that blocked, he had that blocked field goal. Or blocked, but, yeah, it was blocked. But. <laughs> yeah. He did have that blocked field goal, but I don't know. I mean, he had some like big, a couple of big plays here and there. Like he always seems to manage to do, but the offense overall, you can tell they're, you know, missing Chris Carson, because even though they got Lynch back, he had that one, like, nice little touchdown run. But other than that, like, he didn't do anything. Uh, The other running back didn't have a great game or anything. Like, it just, it wasn't an inspiring, like, when I watched that game, even though the Packers, like, to me, out of the four teams that had a first round bye, like, to me, they're the worst of those four teams. When I finished watching that game, I wasn't like, man, Seattle's going to go in there and beat them. I just, I just don't, I just didn't, 
I feel like Seattle's been pretty good all year, but I just I wasn't inspired by that performance. I mean, I wasn't really inspired by any of the four teams' performance in their wild card games, other than the Vikings. So none of the none of the but even then they didn't inspire me enough to think for sure that they could beat San Francisco. So that's why I played it safe okay. on teams. Uh, but I, I am in agreement though, that if any of them were for sure, or if, if any of the, if, if there was at least going to be one upset, uh, Seattle over green Bay would be my pick, but I am, I'm going to keep the green Bay pick even though, like, but that is my least confident one for sure. Cause if Aaron Rodgers plays like he did in, in Detroit in week 17, then Seattle probably will win. But I just, I think for the playoffs, I think he's gonna, I think he's gonna find a way to be, to be better. And, uh, but we'll see what happens, man. I'm I'm excited for it. Unfortunately, I'm working a lot of uh, nights this weekend, so I'm not going to go to see all the games. But I'll go back on Game Pass and watch them. Like, uh, I'm excited to see what happens with all of it. So, okay, so, yeah, this um, yeah. So you heard all of our thoughts on it. Uh, keep in mind, I was three and one last week. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Eric, like I said before, have a have a great birthday, man. I know you're going to be off in the next episode, so enjoy your little break. Um, but it's always a pleasure to have you on this show. Same with yeah, you, Connor. Thanks, so. I'm, I'm always yeah, uh, thank you, man. Yeah, I'm no problem. Yes. It, so yeah, I, I was excited for this one because I knew I was gonna what I was gonna be talking about, um, and it felt like it had been a while since we recorded an episode. So I was I was happy to for this moment to finally come and I'll be uh, excited for the next one in a couple of days. So the giveaway thing, that was a lot of fun too. Um, hopefully we got a lot of people to retweet and join that giveaway. So and yeah, good luck to anybody. Yeah, good luck. Winners and uh, the winner will be announced in the next episode. So uh, I'm excited for that too. So mm-hmm. I, I will, I am, willing to spend $25 for my fans. So. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's trying to buy some fans here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, totally. thanks, yeah, thanks guys for, for joining me on this episode and we'll be back in a couple of days with another episode. It'll be the stories episode with Connor and Nate. I have a feeling Nate's going to talk about the Patriots, um, but I still don't know what my topic will be yet. Connor always waits to the last minute to pick his, so it should be a, another fun episode. Plan for you guys. Uh, Take care and have a great rest of your day. See you guys. Peace.